0: Hello bestie, it's Jean, your bestie on this podcast. Welcome to Cap On Record. Let's grab a good supper and let's have a heart-to-heart about your mental health. I want to introduce our bestie for today and that is Chersing.
1: Hi, I'm Justin. I'm year three from Dubai, and I study nursing.
0: So today Jessie and I will be talking about mental health. Let's start the ball rolling. Why do you think conversations about mental health is important?
1: For well, mental health wise, conversations are really important because it's the best way to get people to know about mental health. Like I think only when you start talking about mental health issues that people really like think that it, it normalises mental health. That it is okay to have mental health issues like, instead of a taboo or stigma that people like kind of avoid or are ashamed of.
0: And that's also something we try to do like with this podcast, I hope to the person that is listening, you feel comfortable in your feelings, just trying to be in touch with your feels. I think that's most important. So you mentioned about seeing mental health as a taboo. Could you share like any of your experiences with that?
1: I grew up in an Asian family, So like, we don't really talk about mental health. It's a bit weird. Like their parent like feeling depressed, <laughs> or like I'm. I guess it's the Asian. Maybe not not only Asian, but like in general, especially for guys, people have the impression that. If something happens to you, you just kind of like suck it up. You just push through it. When the going gets tough, the tough gets going, lah, and things like that. And every time that anything happens or like we feel sad or you feel frustrated or mental health maybe like, not doing well, you don't really express itself out and you just layer over it. Lah, so you think like it's nothing much and then you try to internalise it and you just move on with life in a sense and then avoid the thing or you just push it away and just tell yourself that like, you just have to be stronger. But then I feel like mental health is like any other illness. The more you run away from your illness, the worse it's going to get. Yeah, it's just a matter of when that it surfaces or you realise about it. Lah. For example, cancer, you rather have it diagnosed at stage 1 than like, at stage 4.
0: Mm, talking about mental health among guys, I find that among my guy friends, the topic of how you feel or how you're coping with the situation doesn't usually arise. You know, it's always like banter and there's a fine line between oh, I want to be strong versus oh, I need some help. Do you have any experiences with that?
1: I think definitely. This is a bit of a stereotype, but... I guess when you text, you just ask, where are you? Do you want to eat? Or are you free? Can you help me with something? You don't really share about your feelings. Yeah, and then sharing about your feelings sometimes might portray you as girly. Or sometimes mm. people even call you, why are you such an emotional lesbian? Oh! Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, sounds, it sounds a bit... To
0: that extent, yeah, gets.
1: Not very nice to hear, but that's what people say lah. Every time you want to share more, you're more expressive about your feelings... It's like small little remarks by your friends around you just kind of make you make, maybe I shouldn't have shared, or like, maybe I should have made my emotions out when I have a better, like, give you a few days, maybe I have a better understanding of emotions, before I say it. but your emotions are still there, like, and I feel like whatever you feel are valid. Yeah, it's just that I think it's the impression of guys that we just don't really speak out. For example, let's say you have a female friend, remember they start crying or like have a little bit of things, then a whole bunch of <laughs> girlfriends comforting them, but yes. you seldom see guys crying from you. If guys cry, most of the time they just cry alone. I'm sure like girls face the same, problem. I think it's just a little bit more for guys.
0: There's the stereotype, societal expectation that men can't cry.
1: Kind of, and like crying is like a sign of weakness, that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Talking about weakness, when it comes to showing your emotions, how can we support our friends? Let's say your friend is going through something, you can really see that they're having a hard time.
1: The most common response when you ask someone whether or not a person is okay or not. When you ask someone, are you okay? Then all the time mm. people will say, oh it's okay, I'm okay, it's fine, nothing much, I'll get over it. Things like that. But is the person really okay? Or is it saying like, I don't want to bother you, that's why I say like, it's okay. Let's say if you really feel like your friend is acting a bit different from usual or a bit more down than normal, then take the initiative law. Yeah, like you don't have to worry whether or not the person is appreciative or not. Or like, uh, if just the person wants, wants to be left alone, like, but your show of kindness and their proactiveness in reaching out to your friend makes a whole world of difference. Lor. Yeah, even though they might feel a bit disturbed, but I think it's fine. It shows that you care for your friend and making actions to show to your friend that you care for the person. Lor. It doesn't have to be something big, you just have to maybe drop the person a message or a note or like ask the person out for a meal or something. Yeah, you don't have to really talk about the issue if the person's not comfortable with talking about, but you just have to be there. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing.
0: I really relate and agree to you. Sometimes when I try to comfort my friends, they need somebody to listen to them and other times they need advice. So it always gets me thinking like, do you need my support or do you just need to be alone right now? And I do agree that I definitely need to be a good friend to them. If you're listening in right now and maybe your friends are struggling, perhaps something you can ask them is, hey, do you need advice or just a listening ear? There's many of the times that like a lot of my heart-to-heart talks come out from just saying that hey actually I just need somebody to listen yeah I know Justin personally and that's something you always say also which is sometimes people just need a listening
1: ear yeah a listening ear can really go a long way like you were asking me just now whether or not maybe I need advice or need support a listening ear but more often than not people just need a listening ear as someone to talk to and just being there or like a friend taking time to listen to you and genuinely being interested in how you are feeling. That makes a whole world of difference lah. And then think through these actions, it might be tiring because in a sense, you're like sharing the emotions of your friend on top of all your own things that you're going through. But it is these moments that really solidifies a friendship. Yeah, and I guess sometimes people do need advice and stuff like that. But I guess you just play according to the situation lah. But don't be too quick to offer advice. And it's also okay if you don't know what to say because you've not gone through what the person's gone through. So if you don't have any solutions or any help that you can provide, that's fine. You don't have to feel bad about it. Mm. Yeah, and being there is really good enough. yeah. And taking the effort to be there, like, it's easier said than done. Uh. I guess sometimes you say, oh, you just have to be there, mother. you just have to reach out to your friends. Right? But I think as a lot of you all know that, actually that's not so easy, like, especially when you have your own staff to settle with and you have more than one friend. yeah.
0: Do you have anybody that has helped you through a dark time by just a small act of kindness?
1: Definitely, I think quite appreciative for my corridor mates. I was one day I was like, I think I was sitting in my room. I think my room was all dark. Against my wall. Then I was just like sitting down there, just thinking about life and feeling like crap and like shit. Yeah. So some of them walked past me. And at first they walked past, they're like, hey, what's going on? Then people then came back. I didn't invite them to my room. They just came into my room and then they just sat down with me and they You okay? <laughs> you okay, bro, anything you can talk to me about it. They made it easy for me to open up and even though they are busy, they just put everything down and gave me the time. Yeah, that's what I really appreciated. Loh. I think that helps facilitate opening up. Sometimes for different people, it might take time for people to open up. Just remember, like even if your friends don't open up that much, I think they are appreciative. Loh. yeah.
0: Let's imagine that your friend is listening to this podcast right now. If you could send a gratitude letter to them, what would you
1: say? Uh, I guess thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I mean, I'm not sure if I like, told you all about, but thank you. Not just my call friends, but my other friends as well. Jin also reached out to me, (laughs) so... Yeah, so I guess I thank you all. Yeah. It made a difference.
0: I really relate. There's a lot of dark times that I've been, and there's a lot of moments where I feel very alone when I'm struggling. And I'm very grateful for my friends, especially in CAT, as well as my IJ girls that have empowered me to grow and tell me that it's okay to have these feelings because I am growing. So on the topic of friends, how do you think we can build friendship circles that empower us?
1: I guess it's about spending time, no? As in, if you want a friendship to be valuable or you want a friendship to be strong, then you've got to put in the time and effort. You cannot expect a good friendship without putting in the effort, lah. that's what I feel. Yeah, and that effort doesn't mean that you have to do a lot of like, big things. It's about the small little things in your daily life, lah. like what I said, having breakfast together, simply just like, buying food back for your friends. Instead of like eating alone, sometimes you just join your friends going to eat. Yeah, I think it's the small little things that matters a lot. And let's say when a friend is being set or going through a breakup or studies never do well, just like drop the person a text or just show that I'm thinking about you la. Yeah, mm. and then uh, I'm here for you if you ever need. Yeah. Sometimes some people prefer to like spend time alone to go and process what they're going through and that's fine. But letting them know that you'll be there for them if they need you, I think that also matters la. Yeah, I guess it's really just a lot of efforts lah. I think one thing I read on a book, they said, uh, saying your friends is easy la, but being friends is not. Mm.
0: Yeah,
1: Things that matter are not easy la. Yeah, and also it applies to love lah. they're saying that I love you is easy but loving is not yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think when you talk about letting the person know that you can process your thoughts on your own but just remember that you are not alone as you said that I was thinking about my MA1521 <laughs> exam for me I'm very bad at math so it was a very difficult uh, SEM 1 for me because I was struggling with grades and academics and I feel like oh my gosh once I came into uni I'm not good at math anymore and so that really made me question myself, my capabilities. And my friends saw that. They know that after my like, math tutorials or lectures, there will be an instant like change in my mood. And they'll try to be like, Oh, Jean, don't worry about math. Try to distract me and welfare me. I think as you said that I was reflecting on these small acts of kindness and the little notes that they put on my door those are something that I really cherish. And I have a little box. Yeah. I have a little box <laughs> that I keep all my notes in. Yeah, So to all my friends, I still have our notes from like forever. Yeah, I still keep it in that box. Since B1, I love it.
1: Yeah. I guess you can say that if you appreciate a friend, tell them that you appreciate them. No? Be it guy or guy. I know it might sound a very girly thing to do, but don't let your regret be greater than your gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, we
0: all want to be loved and know that we are loved and feel loved.
1: Actually, I got a question for Eugene. Because yes. like for me, when I'm going through tough times and like I'm feeling sad or depressed in a sense, I tend to like spiral inwards. Just tend to keep to myself and then let like, my own emotions faster. And then you lose the energy to go and reach out to others. Does that happen to you?
0: Let's get real here. I do sometimes just want to close my door, turn on the aircon, just lie down in bed. Just trying to process my thoughts. And I think that is healthy. Um, but I also know that over the years, I realised that Okay, once I'm done with this self-pity and self-loathing moment, I need to go and find people and tell them about it. As I'm thinking about it, I acknowledge that these are the thoughts and feelings that I have. But ultimately, it does lift a very huge load off my chest when I tell it to like my friends and my besties, you know. Just go and knock on their doors and say like, hey, do you have some time? Yeah. So I do give myself some time to spiral into those thoughts. But there has to be a point where I say, Okay, Jean, pick yourself up. Go and tell somebody. Because while people might not be going through the same thing and maybe you feel like, Oh, I don't want to burden them. But really, actually, it's okay. Go and knock on their doors. Let them know that this is the way that you're feeling. And yeah, so this is one of my coping mechanisms, which is I know that a lot of my problems have been solved when I tell somebody else. Yeah. And then I make that decision afterwards. Okay, so once I have calmed down, what are the decisions that I want to make about this situation? Yeah, emotions is one thing, but making decisions is another thing. And it helps to tell your closest friends. You don't have to tell everybody. So this is how I cope with my spiraling thoughts. (laughs)
1: thanks Jin for sharing I think for me a bit different I uh, like you I find it a bit weird to like go to my friends hey April, hey, I need to <laughs> 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 I'm spiralling man I need, I need some help or like can yeah. okay, I tell you something I just find it very really weird like what you said just now like, about the burden thing I mm. think a lot of times maybe I still do face these things and I'm emotionally unstable or, like feeling a lot of negative thoughts then I feel like I'm a burden uh. just feel like when your negative thoughts are spiralling you're just not a lot of fun to be around that's why sometimes you don't like, look at your friends because you see them being stressed with their schoolwork and their personal life and then you feel like a burden on you then you've got your problems then you still go and find them and then like make their life even harder like your own life high enough why, why go and burden others? You know that kind of feeling. Yeah, and then sometimes you just feel sad like you want to connect but you don't know how to connect. I'm not sure about the people out there like, but for me I think I do feel this way. Yeah, which is why I also say that sometimes I think you, you are friends and then like you see your friends being like that then you take that first step and go and reach out to them and tell them that and just be there for them. Like, make them feel like they're not burdened and that they can come and talk to you anytime. Like, because if you don't say that, they will know. Like.
0: I get the part of being a burden. Like even though I say that, oh, I'll reach out to my friends. I know that this is the healthy coping mechanism. But yeah, a small part of me also feels like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fun eh, when I'm like... <laughs> right. and when I'm like right in correct. my shit zone, you know? yeah.
1: And they have a lot of negative thoughts and it's just like a whole mess of emotions that you yourself cannot figure out. yeah.
0: Mm. I think that something that my friend taught me was that I'm applying to myself right now. So this is Gene Hex 101 (laughs) and that is Journaling. Writing your emotions down on like a piece of paper. On the left side of the page, you can write out everything that you feel because this is for you. And on the right side of the page, look at the things that you are feeling and experiencing right now and take a bird's eye view from it. There's also another coping mechanism that I use. Because sometimes you just want to tell your friends that I'm going through the same shit again.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like sometimes like, girl, I'm going through the same thing. It's just that there's no, there's no progress.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes you scare your friend and think like, well, I'm not again, man. (laughs) (laughs) Correct, (laughs) right?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I think relying on yourself and learning to rely on yourself is most important because you are the most important person in your life. And these techniques that I share might not work for you, but just go and experiment. I know some friends they will record themselves having a whole mental breakdown Mm. then like what we're doing on this podcast right now listen back to it I think any medium that helps you reflect is very important so go and find it yeah
1: that's pretty good advice Talk about self-care and self-love right I feel like self-care and self-love is obviously important but I have read somewhere and I watched I think some TED talk they thought that, that empathy actually can be reciprocated Yeah, like, Mm. sometimes you think that empathising with someone might drain you out because it's so much emotional energy. But actually, it can be reciprocated lah. Sometimes, connecting with someone also refreshes you lah. And I think it's okay, let's say, if you don't love yourself enough or like, you don't care about yourself enough because I think maybe I'm one of those kind of person. Sometimes it's tough to love yourself lah. And I just want to say to everyone that it's okay to not have your shit together. It's okay to not be okay. I guess sometimes we spiral and then we blame ourselves. Why am I having so much issues and emotions? And then it becomes a whole spiral because you blame this, blame that, then you start blaming yourself and everything again. But now you know that it's okay not to be okay. I feel like a lot of people out there actually have the same issues. It's just whether or not people are willing to speak out about it. That's why I think conversations are really important. Because once you hear more people speaking out about it, you normalise the kind of thing. Not saying that normalise in the sense that you make mental health not so important, but be something that people are more willing to talk about. Like. As I mentioned previously, I see mental health as, like a physical illness lah. yeah, it's just that physical u- illness is something that you can see but mental health illness is not something that you cannot see, but then again, I, I feel like, if let's say if you sprain your ankle, you will go and blame yourself, okay, maybe sometimes you, oh, I keep spraining my ankle, but you just take it, oh, I sprained my ankle, so many people sprain my ankle, I think mental health issue, let's say I'm feeling stressed, I'm having anxiety, it's the same thing, I go and sprain ankle, you can treat a physical Ill- illness, so can you treat a mental health issue,
0: yeah. You just have to find the treatment that works for you.
1: Then, then maybe the treatment is a bit different for mental health issues rather than giving you like maybe band or like surgery. Maybe mental health issues would be just like, you know, therapy, like talking to someone, like, counseling. Yeah, I think it's something that's equivalent. Yeah.
0: Yeah, growing and learning about yourself, those journeys are not easy. You know, it's not like one straight path. Yeah. Not one straight line you can draw. It's like highs and lows. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. If you are listening, it's okay that your journey has been tough. Some days we feel good, some days we feel bad. But most important is to know yourself and tell yourself that it's okay. This is a good space for me to grow. Yeah, learn and reflect lah. Yeah. La. Yeah. yeah. And
1: reflecting, it will be tough, but you grow growing. Mm. I guess I think one thing about when I have illness is that sometimes we get confused by is you can have mental health issues, but that doesn't mean that it affects your ability to function. Sometimes when we reach out to friends, sometimes we accidentally make them feel like they need help. <laughs> then, oh. then that's also not a very good thing because yeah like sometimes people don't speak up about mental health issues because like this get people relate their emotions and not being in control of their emotions to their personal ability and their capability to function and perform. Yeah that's why a lot of people don't speak up because a lot of times we all kind of like think that way Let's say, i like, give you an example, i say that this person is depressed. They'd be like thinking, will it affect his ability to submit assignments or like copy this project and stuff like that? Yeah, the thing is, does it affect functioning? Yes, but that doesn't mean that you cannot function anymore. Yeah, mm. sometimes it does affect, sometimes it doesn't. Before you speak to the person, don't stick that label on them that their capability or their ability is affected. Yeah.
0: So like don't say like, wow, this guy got depression so confirm cannot submit assignment.
1: Yeah, or like or confirm like... cannot make it and that kind of thing. Or like subconscious thing lah, but... I know it's a hard thing to do, but some people can be high-functioning and still be <laughs> kind of like depressed. Yeah. So you just have to create a safe and a, like, comfortable environment for them to share. Like, like don't judge when you talk. I know it's not easy, but try to do that. Mm. Yeah.
0: Practicing empathy to the people around you, even though you haven't gone through the same thing.
1: Talking about empathy, I think it's not just about connecting to an experience like, everyone's experiences are different,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Although it can be similar, but most of the time it's different. So I think empathy, like what one of my favourite authors and TED Talker says is like, empathy is about not connecting to experiences, it's about connecting to the emotions that underpins these experiences. So let's say if you want to connect to someone or like you want to talk, what makes it hard is that if you want to connect, you have to connect with these emotions. And sometimes these emotions are hard let's say the person is feeling very anxious overthinking then you have to connect with these emotions that sometimes you yourself may not have fully dealt with mm, yeah but yeah. it's through this vulnerable space and experience that helps you all to connect sometimes you realise that talking to the person actually helps you to reflect about yourself also yes right. Yeah,
0: since I'm still growing as a person there are some things that you meet people that have greater emotional maturity to you and sometimes you don't really understand what you say like the hard emotions but if you want to give them some support, I think the best thing to do is maybe not mind read, but to ask them, how can I support mm. you? Even though I don't know what you have been going through, I'm not sure how I grasp like this concept of what you're feeling. But I want to show you that, hey, I actually here for you. Yeah. So just ask them. Mm. Yeah, I think that's something that you were talking about just now. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. I really relate to like when I'm having my heart to heart with my friends and doing this podcast, there's a lot of things that you find that, eh, actually, I didn't think of this before. I didn't know that I can think about it this way. Yeah. So these are things that I'm thinking about and definitely empathy goes a long way. Okay. We have this interesting segment on our podcast called We Are Not Really Strangers from the game. (laughs) So I'm going to have you pick a number from one to ten.
1: I guess today is 2222, two, two, two. I guess I picked 2. Why do you look so shocked?
0: Yes, today is two two two.
1: It's a once in a lifetime thing.
0: Anyway, hey, wait, two, two. Twenty second of Feb 2022. Yes. Okay, my question to you is, what question are you trying to answer most in your life right now?
1: Oh, what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, deep, deep question. Deep question.
1: I guess the biggest question is the forever search for purpose, though.
0: Is it in work or what is it?
1: I guess in life as well, I think. And I guess in the end, that's why I joined healthcare because of my own personal experiences. I realised my purpose is to... I guess, of course, I'm a nurse, yeah, then I, easy thing to say is that I want to help people. Yes. Rather than just help people, I guess, I, what I'm really looking out for is to connect with people, law.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: and sometimes I say, I guess I help them to help myself, law. In a sense, I don't want them to go through the same things that I have. I have went through when I was in the hospital. When I was hospitalized, I think I really understood how connecting to people and like they say, medicine treats lah. But it's, I feel like it's connection that really heals you, lot. Now some days I struggle on why am I doing nursing, why am I working so hard, or like why am I in cap? Yeah, like why do I work so hard? Sometimes even sacrifice my own mental health and sacrifice own sleep to try so hard. What is it really for? I think a lot of us struggle with that lah. Yeah, in different Finding ways. purpose and passion. I think that's a good question to always ask yourself. Yeah, and the answer might change, yeah, and that's okay. I think I really find joy in helping people to learn and helping grow and sharing. Yeah, and growing together with people. I enjoy that vulnerable moments. Yeah, because I think it's a sacred space and then that's when people truly connect. La, instead of like having masks on and stuff. Yeah, I guess sometimes I feel more comfortable in the hospital than in the school. Because when you're lying in a hospital bed and then you feel like kind of shit, you tend to be kind of more honest and really share your true emotions and thoughts. That's the thing that I really appreciate. Lor.
0: I love that you're trying to create a connection with your patients as well as wanting to learn from your experience. It definitely shows the power of connection. Medicine heals. Medicine treats. Medicine treats. But it's connection but that Connection heals. heals. Yeah. That is definitely something that I learned from today. Just to end off, what is one piece of advice you will give to your friend that is listening right now? Give me a Just coat. You quoted a lot of people today.
1: <laughs> okay, la, to summarise, I think. Well, a dear friend of mine actually passed recently. La, so One thing that I really, really learned and want to share with you all is don't let your regret be greater than gratitude. La. Don't wait until your friend's funeral or like wait to give flowers to them. La. Give them while they're still alive. Yeah, don't wait until then. Sounds cringe, but it's really true. La. If you have something in mind, be it to your parents, to your friends, Many of your loved ones don't always think that you have a lot, a lot of time left yeah. because life is unpredictable. Sometimes you are there you are not la. Sometimes you're, it just can be an accident or can be a stroke or it can be just anything and next moment you don't even have the chance to tell your friend that I love you, I appreciate you and thanks for being friends la. Yeah, so find that courage and don't sit on your laurels, just go out there and do it la. Yeah, so I guess to empathy and to vulnerability, that all takes courage. And it's not easy, that's so why I hope you're, everyone here, including me, slowly find that courage in your everyday life to do the little things that is at the back of your mind, but sometimes you put it off. Yeah, sometimes you think you're say or like, maybe not so close to the person, but if you really feel for it, or it's at the back of your mind, just go and say, it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah, We all make mistakes in life. Yeah. At most, the person say no, or the person say, you just get rejected. <laughs> la. I, mean, I mean, we're all going to face failures in life. La. Don't let this fear of being rejected or screwing up stop you from doing something. I always tell myself, you'd rather live with oh well than what ifs. Although I like tell myself that, but it's still easier said than done. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I hope that you can remember that. Lah. Like I said, takes courage. So things that matter are not easy. And being there for your friends takes more effort than you realize, and sometimes you can be more intentional in doing it. Yeah.
0: Courage comes in the smallest actions, but if you do it frequently enough, it might lead to something. And I like that you talk about leading your life with. Oh well Because ultimately We can only do our best We can only do so much We can only try our best And do our best Given the circumstances That we have And so If there's something Or somebody That you want to reach out to Just go and give them Some welfare Send them a note I think that They will be most Humbled um, just To receive their it Knock their door Yeah knock that door. Pull up <laughs> sis I need to tell you
1: something or if I knock the door you. if they're busy Just say hello Something like that Sometimes that matters also mm. Yeah Wait, can I just end off with one more quote?
0: Yes, please.
1: My favourite quote says that courage doesn't always roll. Sometimes there's a bitter voice at the end of the day that says I'll try again tomorrow. And I remember Jin telling me this that sometimes you just have to turn up. You can turn (laughs) up for yourself but sometimes you're just turning up for your friends.
0: Yes, just turn up today. The most important thing that you can do for yourself and for others is turn up. I think we don't get enough credit for just showing up but the fact that you showed up today that's like half the job done. Yes, correct. Yay. Yeah. I'm so happy that you remembered that. I do. Is it doing ICG swimming? <laughs> eh, yeah, what yeah, doing it, swimming? yeah,
1: swimming. I was having a bad day and then you were telling me and I was like, wow, why did I come out had to swim and then you just tell me, good day, bad day, you just have to turn up. Yeah.
0: Just show up, just sing. Yeah.
1: yeah. So sometimes like things, like, small little things that you say actually have an impact on your friends. Sometimes they ah, just don't tell you that.
0: Yeah. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> I'm giving him the finger hearts right now. <laughs> <laughs> Help me now. Okay. Yeah. I think it has been Lovely talking to you, Chia Singh. I absolutely love the quotes that you imparted us with. So Bestie, just remember that you are not alone. If you are thinking of reaching out to your friend, do it. If you want to send a cute note to somebody, just do it. And if you want to show gratitude to yourself or to someone else, just do it. Because life is really short like that. And that is all from the Youth Are Not Alone team. See you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, Bye. Bye. See you. Else.